Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. Uh, we we have Jack back. He has returned from his American adventure. How how are you doing, Jack? Yeah, good. Um, still a bit jet lagged, um, but trip was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, excited to get back to it. Yeah, and you saw some football while you were there, to my understanding. Yes, yeah, we went to see a college football game, so I'm now an old Miss fan. Uh, so it's just a, <laughs> another another day of the week I get to watch footballs on Saturday, uh, which is good. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. It's just difficult to comprehend being from the UK that you know a college stadium is sixty five thousand people strong. It's just absolutely crazy. But yeah, loved it. Yeah, that is it is crazy. I guess that is that's a that's a massive state. That's like Premier League, Your Premier League level, level. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, did you get yourself any uh, Ole Miss merch then? Yes, I did have to to get a jersey, um, which was <laughs> yeah, which was a little expensive. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised, <laughs> uh, but worth it. Yeah, worth it. Very good. Very good. Um, well, I guess we'll dive into to this past week. We obviously had Rohan last week, uh, who yes, came along. Thank you to Rohan. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll move on, I guess, to to have a look at the top ten for this week, and it is a very Houston heavy top ten. <laughs> and we'll start off with a QB in in uh, CJ Stroud, who got forty three points this week. Um, Good lord, the most points by a significant margin. Uh, I think next up is Tank Dell with thirty one, so it's a big drop off down to second place. But yeah, Stroud, absolutely insane. Just ten rushing yards there. Apparently, no attempts, uh, according to the sleeper oh. sleeper stats. So I'm not entirely sure how that that happens. Um, <laughs> we've also got uh, thirty completions on forty two attempts, four hundred and seventy yards passing, and five touchdowns. So yeah, he's been the rookie to have, I think, this year as far as QBs are concerned. Uh, yeah, watching him play even for, from week one has been a treat. Um, he can make absolutely every throw in the book. Some of the throws he made um, Sunday was just crazy. Um, in looking at the stats as well, he really he's only had he's only had two bad games. Last week against Carolina was a bit of a down game, but after that, you know, you look on the season, he's the QB eight, which is just crazy. I don't think anyone predicted that. He's got a nice run of games coming up, and and the Texans are very relevant at the minute. Absolutely. And yeah, you say he's QB8, which is obviously fantastic, but that is also including a bye week, um, yeah. which, you know, a fair number of teams have yet to have their bye. So the fact that he's at, sitting at number eight with a bye week involved is is just insane for a rookie. Um, so yeah, great, great job and, and a fantastic player to have. He's, he's somebody who, to be fair, of the three main Q, QBs coming into this year, I, I probably yeah. have Stroud pegged as my number three. Uh, yeah. I think I think if I think Richardson had did. stayed healthy, I think maybe he would have been in the conversation, perhaps. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's just the way that, that that Stroud plays is a much safer way than than the way Richardson plays, for example. Yeah. It's just no running at all, yeah, really. Exactly. You can. It's like your comparisons between Lamar Jackson and, and Pat Mahomes. I guess there is. They do have legs. They can use them, but <laughs> it's it's just that safety that that makes a difference. But yeah, I mean. That game this week, what a game to watch between uh, Houston and just Houston back and, and yeah, back and forth the whole game. Um, I remember, I think I watched, uh, I watched the Buccaneers score the touchdown uh, to get thirty-seven points, and then I believe I, I did something, switched off, and then six seconds left, <laughs> um, and he managed to drive him down the field, win the win the game. It was just absolutely crazy. Yeah, great game. Um, so yeah, we'll move on to Tank Dell then next, I suppose, another rookie. I think this might be one of the first times I think that we've had two rookies at the, yeah, the top, it's the number top one ten. And two. <laughs> uh, it's 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 not often we see we see rookies even in the top ten. So that's uh, that's fantastic for Houston there. What a great future they've got ahead of them. Um, so yeah, we've got Tank Dell, thirty-one points there, two two attempts, rushing two yards on those two attempts. Uh, he was targeted eleven times. He caught six of those passes. 114 yards and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. So, yeah, the best performance by, uh, well, not yardage for a wide receiver, but with the two touchdowns, obviously the best performance there. So, yeah, nice one for, for Dell. Yeah, I think, obviously, Tank Dell's been a great pickup for, for anyone who's managed to get him, whether that's off waivers or if you've drafted him late. Um, he's got a great relationship with Stroud. Um, fantastic route runner. And the last two weeks, he's, he's on the field you know, 80% of the time plus, so they are playing him a lot as well. Um, if the Texans' offense keeps cooking, then I think Tank Dell certainly will as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Moving on then, number three. So we do have defences in our in our dynasty league. Uh, so we have to mention the Los, La- Los Angeles Chargers, mm. who who had a very good day. So they had uh, thirty points uh, all in is what they got. Uh, so they allowed six points. Um, they had eight sacks, oh, God. which is which is crazy. Uh, they had two, sorry, three forced fumbles. fumbles. Uh, we, they had three fumble recoveries. They allowed 270 yards, and they also tackled five times for a loss. So they had a, a good day at the office against the Jets. Um, yeah, which I guess, uh, yeah, as I'm sure most people admit, is probably always on the cards. As, as much as Zach Wilson's been improved over the last couple of weeks and they've managed to get a few wins, he, he, yeah, he's, he's still not the future. Uh, and although the, I have to say the Chargers did look fairly bad on offense as well, that, yeah, the defense was the reaped the rewards in this instance um yeah crazy game for them yeah uh next up we have our next uh houston uh texan <laughs> and not the last one of the top 10 either um we've got noah brown noah who brown. has come pretty much out of nowhere uh and he's he's got 29 points six targets six receptions ultimate efficiency there for a whopping 153 yards and a touchdown uh, yeah, I think, like you said, coming out of nowhere is the is the best way to say it. He's done literally nothing uh, all year. Uh, eight points was his highest finish before this. Um, he doesn't see much play. Missed five games anyway, and then out of nowhere. Um, in a crazy shootout, he's come good. Um, I've seen a few people say they might be picking him up this week. I'm not sure if we'll see a performance quite like this again. But who knows, if, if Stroud keeps slinging it because they don't have much of a run game, maybe he could have another another decent week. Yeah, he's definitely worth streaming. I think at this point in the season, it's quite hard to find yes, uh, decent anybody. guys on the waiver. <laughs> so he's definitely someone worth picking up if you're in a bit of a bind, um, especially with those uh, bye weeks coming up. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, next up then we've got uh, CD Lamb, who comes in 28 points there. Uh, that's on 11 catches on 16 targets uh, and 191 yards, but no touchdown. Uh, yeah, he's. Um, I read a stat the other day. I think he's the first person in 20-odd years or certainly since a Hall of Fame or two in back-to-back weeks have over 10 catches and over 150 yards. Um, wide receiver one last week, wide receiver two this week. The Cowboys, or even though they lost the game as well, do look pretty good. Uh, Dak played well, who I'm sure we'll mention as well. Uh, and when he's on song, Lamb is one of the best receivers in the league. So I think more to come from Lamb. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, well, number number eight on the year. I think at the no number six on the position in in the year. So he's he's doing a grand job. Uh, and again, that's including a bye week there. So <clears throat> as as more teams have them, he might even bump himself up a little bit. But yeah, great job from from Lamb. It's nice to see him doing well because I know he's been a little bit disappointing. I think in the past few years. Yes. Um, you know, he was drafted very highly. I think people were really excited to see what he could do. But I suppose now, now he's really coming into his own, which is good to see. And now we've got our first running back. Uh, Ooh, the top running back. The running back one <laughs> of the week is Rashad White. Uh, so again, Rashad. from that fantastic Tampa Bay uh, Houston game there, but. Yep, White comes in. Uh, he is the number eleven RB on the year, top twelve, crazy, which is which is impressive. Uh, twenty eight points there, twenty rushing attempts, seventy three yards, and two touchdowns. And he was also involved a little bit in the passing game with four catches on four targets and forty six yards. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, like we said, obviously it was a crazy game. But I think even if you look at the last few weeks, one thing that's propping White up is the re- is the receiving game. You look this week, four of four, seven of seven, six of six. He's not had below three catches since week one. Um, and the Buccaneers aren't, they're not a dreadful team. Baker's been much better than a lot of people expected. Uh, and the fact that White can catch the ball, um, I think we'll, we'll definitely see him again. Absolutely. Uh, next up then, we've got our, our next QB. The second QB is Dak Prescott, 27 Dak points Prescott. there. Six rushing attempts for 14 yards. Uh, he threw it 44 times. It was caught 29 times, 374 yards and three touchdowns. So a nice all-round performance in the uh, loss to the Eagles there. Yeah, Dak's been good the last three weeks. Um, I think in, in general, the Cowboys have impressed me a little bit, especially offensively. Um, outside of Tony Pollard, I think everyone's performing pretty well. Um, and as much as I've never really rated Dak as highly as some people have, um, he's looking good this year. Um, he's cut down on the interceptions, only five on the year compared to God knows how many it was last year. Um, definitely over ten. Um, and they, yeah, they're looking, they're looking good. 
Absolutely. Um, next up, another defense. We've got the uh, we've got the Colts there. Colts. <laughs> they're twenty seven points. So they uh, they allowed thirteen points. They had uh, four sacks. Uh, they had a forced fumble. Uh, ooh, it's the it's the interceptions that they did well on. Three interceptions there, and, and two, two, touchdowns. two two touchdowns, obviously, <laughs> which which definitely propped them up. Uh, and four tackles for loss. So yeah, good good uh, good game for the Colts defense. Yeah, what can you say? Two defenses in the in the top ten in uh, in one week is very rare. But yeah, congratulations to the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> and then rounding us out, I think we have uh, Dalton Schultz again, Houston Texans. Another Texan. Uh, Twenty seven fantasy points there. That was eleven targets, ten catches, one hundred and thirty yards, and a touchdown. So he's gone from a, a fairly prolific passing offense with the Cowboys, moving over to Houston. I think uh, of, he yeah. wasn't too happy with his contract, was he, with the Cowboys? So he was moving elsewhere. I honestly thought moving to Houston was probably the end of the him. end <laughs> uh, and now Schultz is is, is appearing once yeah. again so Tight end good 10. on him yeah 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 couldn't yeah he's been fantastic I mean if you look at the stats he's caught a he's caught a touchdown uh, four out of the last five weeks uh the Texans are on an absolute roll um obviously the tight end position is so hard to find consistency but yeah he has been it through the last few weeks Absolutely, and I haven't miscounted this. He wasn't number ten; he was number nine. We've got another guy who rounds us out our top ten, and Mari Cooper. Uh, speaking of former Cowboys, um, twenty-six points. Uh, that's uh, five catches on five targets, which is very low to say. You got one hundred and thirty-nine yards out of that, and a twenty-eight a carry. Yeah, Cooper was yeah Cooper was fantastic. Even though I, I believe the touchdown, if memory serves me rightly, the t- the touchdown was a dreadful throw by Watson that was tipped, and Cooper managed to catch it in the end yes, zone. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but fair play, Cooper made the play. Um, the Browns are very good on defense. I still don't rate Deshaun Watson, but as we know, Cooper is just a very good player. So I think he's going to keep making the most of a of a bad situation. Yeah, I think I think we can agree there. Um, I know we, it's usually the top 10 we look at, but looking at 11 and 12, we've got Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen there, the QB 1 and 2, well, the other way around, QB 2 and 1 uh, on the year, who both put up pretty good performances too. Yeah, Hurts was Hertz was um, a little bit less flashy than, than Dak Prescott. I think Dak probably did play slightly better in the game. Um but I think Hertz now has seven rushing touchdowns on the season. Um, he's second in the league in total touchdowns. Uh, and the Eagles in general, I think everyone would agree, um, are, are probably one of the top two teams in the league. So, yeah, Hurts really good. And Josh Allen, although the Bills are on a bit of a slide, um, I think it's safe to say, he's always going to be in this vicinity just because of, of the type of player he is, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, they, It's quite surprising, actually. I think... Uh... I I knew that they would both be good. I didn't know that they would both be the you know the top two QBs so far this year. I thought maybe Mahomes would knock Sneak one of them there. down, but no. Currently, it's uh, it's good, and they're both playing quite reliably as well. I think if you sort of look at the points per week, yeah, for fantasy, yeah. You know, Josh Allen has had a single, sorry, two games below twenty points in in the in the entirety of the year. Uh, obviously, week one That's was crazy. disappointing, and then uh, week six wasn't wasn't great either, but. Yeah, he's he's just so reliable. And then looking over to Hertz again, uh, he's well. Hertz first week again not great, but every other week has been fantastic. He's had two other games that were below ten points, uh, twenty points. Sorry, but that's by point one and point one two of a point. Yeah, we can forgive <laughs> so, him. That. So you can forgive him that <laughs> absolute fantastic season from both of them. Very reliable. Yeah, it's. I mean, with with Allen, it's a weird one because for fantasy, I'm more than happy to have him. Um, but just going back through the games, he even like even when he plays badly, yeah, he's got an interception, for example, in his last five games, um, as well as a load of fumbles. But he's just he's just always fantasy relevant. It's a yeah. weird, very weird player. Very much so. Cool. So I guess you know we we always go to our highlights of the week. I'm gonna have to start with mine. Do Josh, it. I'd do the jo- same. Josh Dobbs. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He comes in. He's been. He's been a part of the Vikings organization for less than a week. He doesn't mm. know the names of most of the guys he's playing with. Apparently, he stayed behind for five hours on the Friday that he arrived just to try and <laughs> learn some learn of the, the plays. Playbook. <laughs> and then he comes in in a game that, to be fair, and I said to Rohan last week, I didn't think we were going to win. I didn't think we were going to win. Uh, I know the Falcons have not had a great season themselves, but just given 
given the entire situation, losing Cousins, um, losing Jefferson, you know, yeah. our top options have gone. We've not really got the run going this year. And suddenly you get Josh Jobs coming in. That final drive, the last two minutes of that game... Madness. ...were utter yeah. madness. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I didn't realise until this week with all the hype that he's he, he actually interned at NASA, which is absolutely mental. So he is very, very smart. But the guy was literally learning some of the plays on the sideline during the game. Like, that's... To come in with that type of pressure as a quarterback who isn't that experienced, you've just moved teams uh, absolutely insane. And he did have 24.9 fantasy points as well, so it's just it's good all round, fantastic to see. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, he's he's had a good year. He's the QB10. Um, that's, that's crazy. And, and that's, that's, <laughs> that is crazy. You know, playing with, with, a, with an Arizona Cardinals team yeah, that is which quite literally dreadful. tanking. <laughs> yeah. And now he moves to Minnesota and he puts up his... Uh, it's, it's his... Third best score of the year. He got 21.92 this week. He got 21.92 last week, uh, which is kind of kind of strange. They got the exact same points in two different weeks with two different teams. But Crazy. yeah, it, it was great. It was great to watch. Um, I was very much yelling at the TV at the end of that game. Um, but yeah, anyway, that, that, I just wanted to get that out of the way because it was so great. Is, are there any kind of highlight performances? Yeah, for I you? think um, I think a couple a couple that. I'm aware of just because they finally did something for my team. Ramon Day Stevenson um, finally did something, uh, which was nice to see over 20 points, even though the Patriots are absolutely dreadful. Um, it's like watching a car accident. Um, <laughs> and I think another few things of note, I've been off a few weeks, so I'd just like to shout out AJ Brown as well, um, oh, yeah. who's, who's just been on an absolute tear uh, recently. Was it five straight games with 125 yards? Had another touchdown this week. Uh, absolutely fantastic. A uh, couple of frustrating bits. Um, coincidentally, are both Falcons players. Obviously, Kyle Pitts um, is just it's a crazy situation. Uh, the fact that he's not even the best tight end this season on his team. I can't quite get my head around that, given the talent. Uh, Jonu Smith continues to outperform him. And then a little bit frustrated in a couple of leagues with, with B. John Robinson. Although that's not his fault, that's more whatever's going on with the coaching. Um, but a crazy stat I saw earlier was Tank Bigsby, the uh, Jaguars' backup running back, has mm. more carries inside the five than Bijan. Oof. Wow. Which is just, I can't work out why, because he's just so good every time he touches the ball. But yeah, that would be my couple of frustrations recently. Yeah, I mean, as as the guy that drafted Bijan Robinson in our day, yeah. I, I, I am quite <laughs> disappointed with the way things have going. Um, I'm glad that Brees Hall has come back. After after yeah, obviously the injury good. last season and he's doing well because I think if if he hadn't and I had him and Bijan I'd be very upset but you know he's widely he's widely still seen as the RB one uh, in dynasty yeah, in dynasty yeah but, but he's just not performing enough and no, I don't it's weird I, isn't it it's strange and I don't know whether it's an organisational thing but but you've got the Falcons who as you say you've got Kyle Pitts who came in as the highest drafted tight end. You've also got Bijan Robinson, who's one of the highest drafted running backs, and the team's just not using those guys. They're using their backups, and it doesn't make sense to do that unless something has happened behind the scenes that obviously we're not party to, or there's some upset. It's just mm. such a strange, strange thing. Oh, unless they're trying obviously to tank and, and draft more highly and again. Draft more. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. A few weeks ago, he said that he came out and said Bijan did. He, he played, but he did have some sort of a flu or cold, which is fair enough. Um, but I, I haven't seen that type of an excuse every week. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on to be honest. Yeah, um, cool. So I guess moving moving on, one more person to just mention. I think. Oh, go on. Uh, Taysom Hill, he's kind yeah. of come. <laughs> he's kind of come back out of nowhere again. Oh god. So, so week five. And before he was averaging around three points per game. <laughs> you move to week six, he suddenly hits twelve. Week seven, he's sixteen, and week eight and nine, just over twenty points in each game. He he's starting to get involved a lot. He's the number nine tight end, if you can call him a tight end, on <laughs> on the year. He's it's just he's... a surprise. I think you know he is a bit of a Swiss Army knife, but yeah, he's getting involved in that in that Saints offense. 
Uh, yes, I did actually on Taysom Hill. I saw on Instagram, I think it was. Um, it, he's the only player in the Super Bowl era with ten receiving, ten passing, and ten rushing touchdowns. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Which is a crazy stat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just in the in his role, he's he's very very good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then moving on to kind of disappointments, let's go to the the Rams. You got. Puka oh, Nakua, no. and we've got yeah. Cooper Cup, who, yeah. you know, <laughs> what's happening there? My goodness. Um, yeah, I think the Rams, obviously, um, I, I watched a little bit of that game, um, the, the few times it came up on Red Zone. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it turns out w- without uh, Matthew Stafford, who hasn't been by no means elite this season, uh, they are just dead in the water, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, if Stafford isn't there, they are just... You don't really want any part of the offense, which is weird to say, especially with two, you know, sort of high-level talents like Cup and, and Nakua. Um, but obviously, they have just signed Carson Wentz as well, haven't yes, they? Yes, they have. Yeah. Which is, um, uh, yeah, I don't don't really know what to say with that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with with that situation. Yeah, he's, he's obviously set to back up Stafford, but. At least that's better than um, than Brett Ripien, I guess. So yes, absolutely. Um, who I believe is partially been responsible waved. for a few yeah. uh, few injuries uh, over the years. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the other guy who who disappointed me, and I think it was more a game plan than anything else. Obviously, we had the game <laughs> over in Germany. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, oh, he was just yeah. he was just yeah. locked out. He just didn't really get involved much. I suppose he was distracting the defense, which allowed the mm. you know. The Chiefs to move forward, but that was a strange game, you know, it completely yeah. blocking any sort of points for the Dolphins in the first half, and then conceding two touchdowns in the second, almost the third. It was, it was a very, it was well, it was a game of two halves. Uh, yes, I. It's yeah, it's a weird one. I had a fair, not a large bet, but I had a, I had a, I had a bet on this game, um, and when I look at the stats and come back, you're talking two hundred and sixty-seven yards for the Chiefs. And 292 yards for the Dolphins. Bearing in mind they'd been averaging over 500. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just a weird game. Um, and as we were discussing earlier in, in our group chat, the Dolphins are just, uh, they, they're now 0-3 against, let's, let's call it good teams, above 500 teams. And then they just, they beat up on the bad teams. But it's it's got to be a little concerning. Because hmm. um, as good as, as fantastic as they are, um you will play good teams occasionally. So, like, it's, you know, you can't... You've got to find another gear when you're playing teams like this. Otherwise, there's just... There's not really any hope for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, excellent. Any final thoughts on week number nine? Eh, I don't think so. I think there was... A, I mean, there was a couple of injuries. Obviously, Danny Dimes is now definitely done, I think. Um, I mean, bless him, he's been... Yeah, he's been... Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the Giants are now irrelevant for the rest of the season. Not that they had much relevance anyway. Um, Dallas Goddard also left as well, which is a little bit annoying in the fourth quarter. Um, he's he's having an MRI to see how injured he is. Um, but yeah, apart from that, no, it's not as many injuries this week, which is good. Yes, it's it's a nice it's not change. Something we're used to. Bloody <laughs> hell. Um, very good. Cool. So I guess moving on, then we'll have a look at, at next week and. Uh, We've got an exciting game in store for our first game of the week, Jack. Uh, uh, I know we don't. <laughs> with, with the Bears and the Panthers. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not one I'll be staying up for. Um, <laughs> no. I'll put it like that. No. Um, the the Bears game. The Bears actually weren't dreadful against the Saints. Um, what's it? Tyler Bagnet was was was. Certainly playable. Um, he got about twenty points, and then he started was, throwing interceptions. And yes, ended dropped. up on fourteen or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Bears unfortunately don't have much exciting on offense. The Panthers, I've I've seen some flashes from Bryce Young. Um, you've, obviously, you've got to give him more time. Not everyone is a CJ Stroud. Um, what CJ Stroud's doing has literally never happened before. Um, at that sort of pace um, but yeah this will be a dreadful game if you do have any plays in this game I, I feel deeply sorry for you yes yeah it's um, unless it's Adam Thielen in which case yeah Thielen's be, probably the probably only reliable up, yeah. option yeah um, next up then we've got the uh, the last of the international series for the year I think um, 
unless I'm mistaken on that one. No, I think that's right. But I think that is correct. Uh, we've got the Patriots and the Colts, which, yeah, I'm not too excited about this one either, I've got to say. No, uh, we're off to a bad start. Um, not the international game you would want, I don't think. Possibly would have been exciting if Anthony Richardson wasn't hurt. Um yes. The Colts, as we know from last week and previous weeks, do do have a pretty decent defense, um, and and as we know, um, Mac Jones is just regressing at an alarming rate, um, from being pretty good, um, and a pro bowler, I believe, in his first season, he's just tanked after that. The Patriots are dreadful. Um, I think the Colts will win this one, but it, it is not going to be by any means um, high score, and I don't think, I think. Yeah, I think Garden leads the Colts to a victory. The, the players you're probably going to start, Michael Pittman's been very good um, since Gardner took over, as has Josh Downs as well. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I saw a stat line that uh, Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence on their very careers, similar stats, very isn't very it? similar. But <laughs> and I think it was like it, it came up on yeah. Facebook from a Patriots fan page. I think the the thing that they're failing to notice is it's, Mac it's Jones had a great start. He's now not doing well at all. Whereas yeah. Trevor Lawrence obviously <laughs> started off in a mayor offense and was doing absolutely terribly. Now he's doing very very well. So they're definitely on different trajectories, even if they're kind of at the the midpoint of that apex right now. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to say I'd, I'd know which one I'd I'd rather have on my oh, team. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, Moving on, then we've got oh, this should be an exciting one: uh, the Ravens and the Browns. Now that will, yeah, that will be a that will be a juicy game. Um, I think, um, which is usually appropriate for this division. I think it will be a bit of a gritty game because both teams um, are in the top five in most defensive categories. Yeah. Um, Lamar, who has has been fantastic, not so much for fantasy. Um, they scored, I think, 37 points without looking against the Seahawks, but I think Lamar had less than 12 points, um, which isn't what you want, so I think this will be a, a more defensive battle. Um, the Ravens are a very good run team, um, e- even though they do by committee with Edwards and Pierce. Um, so I think the Ravens will win this one, but I think that's purely just because I, I don't trust Deshaun Watson, unfortunately, against that, that Ravens defence. Yeah, no. Um, given what we've seen since he's come back, I think it'll be fairly low scoring. Um, I think the defenses will do very well, but yeah, the fact that that Watson has struggled, he, he definitely will in this matchup. Absolutely, it's a tough old defense to play against. Um, okay, okay. Next up, then we've got uh, the Steelers and the Packers. Oh, another yeah, another interesting one. Um, Packers who started pretty hot have dropped off a little bit recently. Um, as we just talked about, they beat the the dreadful Rams, but Jordan Love's definitely dropped off uh, since oh, his absolutely. first three weeks. He's just been dreadful. Um, and the Steelers, um, I think the only team I saw the other day that one of the only teams in history to be at, at this stage, but they are actually being out outgained in every matchup. I think they've been outgained, which is just crazy. Um, but the Steelers coach Mike Tomlin is a genius. Um, and say what you want about Kenny Pickett, he's absolutely dreadful for three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, he actually is he's pretty amazing looking at the stats. So I think the Steelers uh, win this, um, but again, I think that's that's more on the fact that I don't think Love can do anything against um, TJ Watt and that Steelers defense. Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree. Um, it's a shame as well because I was very high on Watson coming into um, Christian Watson. That is coming into Christian this Watson. Yeah. But if if a it's man can't happened. throw, then you're not going to catch. Yeah, you're not going to catch it. <laughs> um, next up, then we've got the uh, the Jags against the 49ers, and the 49ers obviously have been on quite a steep decline after their very hot start to the season. Um, yeah, I think to be honest, this will be a game I'll I'll keep very close attention on. Um, the Jags uh, are on a bit of a roll now. Um, they've won some massive games since the London game. Um, I think they've won four in a row. Niners have now lost three in a row. Um, I, I, you don't want to say it this early in the season, but is it is it probably a must-win game for the Niners? Now, I think it probably is, um, just purely for seeding and stuff like that. Brock Purdy has definitely come back down to earth the last few weeks um, and is turning the ball over at, at, at quite a decent clip. Um, but the Niners do still have a strong defence. They do have the best running back in the league in CMC, so I think I think they probably can win this one, um, and I, I I'm inclined to think they do because the Jaguars' defense isn't isn't that good, um, and I think that can be exploited. So I think the Niners win this one, and I think Brock Purdy does bounce back. 
Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. And then next up, then, we have the Vikings and the Saints. I, I don't expect Lightning to hit twice. I am looking at this game thinking a win <laughs> would be wonderful. Uh, but I just, the Saints, are, I think, are a better team. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, can Josh Dobbs do it again? Uh, we will see. And the Saints, as we know, do, um, despite only being 5-4, and four, the Saints do have a pretty strong defence. Can, with an extra week, Josh Dobbs learn some more of the playbook? Um, and like you said, make lightning strike twice, I'm not sure. Um, I've not really been that impressed by Derek Carr this season. Um, uh, Chris Alave hasn't been what I thought he would be either. Um, the only bright spot, I think, obviously, since Alvin Kamara's come back, he, he, yeah. he's been an absolute revelation. He's definitely being the second sort of running back in, in football from a sort of PPR perspective. So, yeah, I think the Saints probably do win this one. But Josh Josh Dobbs will, will make it exciting, at least, I think. Yeah, I, I hold out hope that we will win, but I, I don't expect that we will win, I think is my position on the game. <laughs> um, uh, next up, then. Uh, whew, this game of the be, week. This should be a good one, it's yeah. game Beng- of the week. Bengals and Texans, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a yeah, this is going to be a, a mouth watering game. I think. Um, obviously, since starting pretty badly um, with after Joe Burrow's injury, um, statistically from a quarterback perspective, quarterback rating perspective, he's been the best quarterback in football the last four weeks. Um, so he, he's been on an absolute tear, and the Bengals' defense is better than it usually is as well. Um, so I do expect the Bengals to win this one. Um, but whereas at the start of the year I'd, I'd have just gone with a whitewash, I think CJ Stroud is is that good to make this a competitive game. Um, Tank Dell's a must start. Dalton Schultz is a must start. I think um, you you probably don't want any part of Damian Pierce. I would have thought or any of the back Texans backfield. So I think the Bengals win, but I think this is yeah this is a very good game. Certainly won't be thirty nine thirty seven, but I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, it'd be a nice one for fantasy, that's for sure. Um, next up, we've got the Buccaneers, and they're playing the Titans. Again, again, due to due to recent circumstances, I think this will be better than we think. Um, I'm interested to hear your take on this, but Will Levis has looked pretty pretty good. I thought four four touchdowns, obviously in the first in his first week in his debut, and then even in the loss to the Steelers, there was there was there was enough there to make me think that this is sort of definitely their guy. Yeah, I, I think to be fair, he's he, he has played well. Um, I would like to see him play a few more games before I, I make my mind upon him. But he's definitely he's definitely warmed a lot of hearts to him, especially with that debut performance. Um, the books are going to be an interesting an op- opponent, especially because Mayfield's actually playing pretty well. Playing really well, <clears throat> and they they are looking good. Um, the fact that Rashad White, as we were just discussing, is doing as well as he is too. I think the Buccaneers they need that run. Just to just to give Mayfield a little bit of a breather every so mm-hmm. often, but it, it isn't. It's going to be an interest, a more interesting couple of games than I thought it would be, especially because the Titans' offense is starting to look a little bit more interesting. D Hop's getting more involved, and it's always great to see him catch a touchdown. So hopefully, hopefully, yeah, it's it's a more high scoring game. I mean, the books just gave away thirty nine points last week, so yeah, <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, it's it's looking good for Levis. Uh, yeah, completely agree. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Titans if the Titans win this one um, in a fairly close game. Uh, like you said, now that they actually have sort of semi consistent quarterback play over the last couple of weeks as well, it sort of takes less of the less of the pressure on Derek Henry as well. Um, so he's been looking a little bit better the last two weeks as well. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, I think the Titans will will win this one in quite a close one, but will be a good game for fantasy. Like Mike Evans, Rashad White, Chris Godwin, very good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Moving into the first game of the late window, then uh, we've got the Chargers and the Lions. So yeah, again, this this will be this is another good another good game. Um, Lions coming off a coming off a bye week. Um, one thing that we do need to discuss is Jamar Gibbs. While I was Jamar Gibbs oh. has finally, yeah, finally had the game uh, the games we were hoping for uh, while I was away, which is absolutely fantastic to yeah. see. He's cost me at least one game. <laughs> <laughs> That should have been a nice victory, but he comes out with nearly thirty points. It's uh, yeah, great if you own him. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, RB, yeah, RB three, uh, week seven, uh, RB one in in week eight, and then obviously buy in week nine. So he's looked absolutely fantastic, uh, including in the passing game. 
Again, a few weeks ago, I'd have said the, the Lions probably walk it because their defense is pretty strong. Offensively, they all click and mesh together. They've got some great weapons. Amara St. Brown, Sam Laporte has been a great story this year at tight end. Um, but if the Chargers defense can do what they did, I know it was Zach Wilson, but they did look better in general last week. Um, then I think this will be a closer game. Um, Justin Herbert needs to bounce back because although they won, he only threw for like 138 yards, which cost me in several leagues. Um, only 138 yards and no touchdowns. So I am going to go with the Chargers this week. I think Herbert bounces back and has a fairly large game this week. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Um, yeah, I think the Lions, after starting so well, it is uh, they're not looking quite as unstoppable as they did. Uh, and yeah, as you say, a nice, a nice galvanized Chargers defense. I'm sure we'll be we'll be looking forward to this game. Um, next up, then two teams that want to lose. Uh, we've got <laughs> we've got Cardinals and we've got the Falcons. Uh, yeah, so yeah, no, I don't think this will be a particularly good game. Um, obviously, the news has come out that Kyler Murray is expected to start, isn't he? Um, which is great news. I'm excited that he's back. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, the offensive coordinator has also said um, in him coming back, he is sort of at full strength. He think he'll, he'll run and be as athletic as he normally is, which mm -hmm. is interesting. Um, I do think he'll be a little bit rusty, however. Um, so although I, I prefer Murray to the Falcons quarterback situation, I, I do think the Falcons are a good enough team to put this one away with the with the weapons they have. If uh, if they just if Arthur Smith decides to actually yeah, use just give it to Bijan Robinson um, and carpets yeah. yes yeah no it's going to be Johnny Smith who's uh, coming in and winning yeah. the game. Um, next up then we've got the Cowboys and the oh, absolutely no. obliterated broken Giants yeah yeah um, yeah Cowboys Cowboys defense is very good um, Tommy DeVito bless him I, I don't think he's going to do too much against that secondary and uh, Micah Parsons on the front end. Yeah, you don't really want any Giants plays outside of Saquon Barkley, who is, is still one of the best running backs in the league. They're going to have to ride him as much as possible. Mm -hmm. It was only two weeks ago he had 36 carries, which is just absolutely ludicrous. But yeah. that's that is that that's what the Giants are going to have to do to have any success in this game. Uh, on the flip side, yeah, you, you're starting all your Cowboys players. CD Lamb, as we said, has been on a tear. Dak's been on a tear. We're still waiting for a big game out, out of the running backs in Dallas, Tony Pollard. Uh, that could happen this week. The Cowboys definitely win comfortably, I think. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and next up, then, we've got the Seahawks and the Commanders. So, yeah, another interesting game. Um, Sam Howell, we were discussing earlier in the week, has been absolutely fantastic. Um, some of the numbers he's putting up, uh, over 1,500 yards passing in the last five weeks. He's averaging over 300 yards a game. He's the QB6 on the year. Sam Howell is the QB6 on the year. So it's just, yeah, absolutely crazy. On the flip side, uh, Geno Smith has been pretty bad the last few weeks. So I think he does need a bounce back game. I think that does come this week uh, in the late window. Um, I think the Seahawks get the win, um, although Sam Howell will make it interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't realise he was the QB6. QB6, um, yeah. I would like to see how many times he's been sacked. I'm just going to quickly have it's, a look. Cause it is, it's it, going to be ridiculous. It, it is an insane <laughs> amount of time. Uh, let's have a look. Sack. So week one, six. Then week oh, two, four. Yeah. So that's 10 already. 19, uh, 24, 29, 34, 40, 41... 44 times this season that man has been sacked and he's the QB6. That's insane. Mm. But insane. Over, over, yeah. over the past couple of weeks, he was sacked once against Philly and he was sacked three times against New England. So, yeah, his, his lowest before that was uh, was four times and that was in, that was against Denver. So, yeah, what a what a guy. To, to be playing as well as he's doing with that amount of, uh, that amount of sacks against him. I mean, the psychological kind of... Oh, it's a lot, barrier. isn't it? Like if you're if you're going down that many times in a game, nine times against Buffalo, it was that's that's scary. That's a lot, and and sacks obviously are only when you're holding the ball. The amount of times he'll have been pulled hit to the ground, and pressured, hit, and pulled. Just, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's playing well. He's playing very very well. And again, he's another guy who's pretty consistent. He's had a couple of bad weeks, but most of his scores are kind of in the region of of eighteen, nineteen, twenty points. So <clears throat> yeah, crazy. And he's still only rostered on 60% of teams on Sleeper <laughs> and only 36% start him. And he's the QB6. 
Yeah, uh, definitely. If he's if he's on your waivers, I mean, definitely pick him up, um, especially with bye weeks coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, excellent. Next up, then, <laughs> very exciting game: Raiders against Jets. Yeah, this yeah this will be a weird weird one. Um, obviously, it was nice to see the raid the Raiders sort of um rally around their new interim head coach and get the win uh, this week. Um, Max Crosby leading the celebrations in the dressing room, uh, smoking cigars. <laughs> Might have been a bit too much um, when you're four and five, I guess. But no, they, they looked a much happier, much more gel team. Uh, Aidan O'Connell didn't make any mistakes, which is nice. Um, and Josh Jacobs um, had a really good game, uh, nearly 100 yards and two touchdowns. Devante Adams still barely involved, but I, I don't think that's going to get any better, unfortunately. Um, not his fault, but O'Connell won't be passing it that much. Um, but on the flip side, the Jets do have a good defence, so it's it's a tough one to call this. I think it'll be a very close game. Um, and I think if, if Zach Wilson plays like he did a few weeks ago, I think they could actually, they could actually win this one. But again, it, it would definitely be on the strength of the defence, I think. Yeah, I, I can't call this one to be fair. <coughs> it's very close. It's yeah, I don't I don't imagine it's gonna be high scoring. I think it's just gonna be whoever manages to outlast the other team, really. Um but yeah, I mean we'll see what happens. Uh the Jets the Jets are kinda of clinging on. It's yeah, they're they're still relevant. Um Garrett Wilson, um I've liked over the last three weeks. Like he's had what, seven, seven, eight catches. Um because after the first few weeks, I was a little bit concerned for him. What do you think of the whole Aaron Aaron Rodgers situation? As in, he's already not in a boot, walking at the stadium, no crutches. It's it's very, it's well, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm not saying he's still. I don't think I still don't think he should play this year. But you've you've got to you've got to certainly be feeling good for next year. I think. Yeah, it's an interesting one because I think he. If he does play this year, I think it's got to be during playoffs. If the Jets get into the playoffs, he could yeah, maybe that's the only scenario. Run, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think regular season would be sensible for him. No. Really, um, imagine if he got injured again. Well, that's it. If you reaggravate that injury as well, that that could be career ending. So it's 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 a strange one. But just talking about Garrett Wilson, I think it is a mm. massive shame. It's a massive shame he's not got to play with Aaron Rodgers this year because he is so. He would have lit it up. I, I think yeah. he would have been at least top three conversation. Um, and it is a massive shame that he's not been able to reach reach those heights. But as you say, even while playing with Zach Wilson, he's still doing pretty he's found some well. Relevance, yeah. Um, I mean, he's nothing near what we hoped he would be, but the talent's there for him to be fantastic. So I'm I, I'm not out on him. I think next year, if no. Rogers does come back, definitely he's, he's back in my top ten still. Absolutely, and I think you might even get him for a bit of a discount because people are going to look at his performance this year. And that's probably going to be the thing on the forefront of their minds. So, yeah, I guess we'll see how it goes. But to round us off, the final game is your Broncos are playing the Bills. And uh, Yeah, and I will say, yeah, I'm, I'm off to my, my friend's house is also a Broncos fan to, uh, to watch this one. Um, so I hope they do me proud. Um, but I, I've been, yeah, the last last couple of games, um, and then we've had the bye week, so we've got a little bit of momentum. Massive win against the Chiefs. I mean, that oh, was... Yeah. It's the happiest I think I've ever been to finally <laughs> break the, what was it, 15-game curse um, yes. since Peyton Manning uh, was our quarterback. That's insane. Um, but the biggest turnaround, because Russell Wilson has been very good. 16 mm. touchdowns, only five picks. He's top 10 in most quarterbacking categories. Um, but after that 70-point um, um, massacre uh, versus the Dolphins, uh, the defence has stepped up. And although the Bills are, I think, overall probably a better team, as we know, Josh Allen does have a mistake in him. So I think as long as Russ doesn't turn the ball over, I think we can win this one. Um, but again, for fantasy purposes, I don't think it will be that entertaining. Uh, Russell Wilson isn't throwing at a very high volume, despite the touchdowns. Um, so if you are starting the likes of Sutton or Judy, you're really relying on the touchdowns. Um, on the Bills side of the ball, Stefan Diggs is always relevant. Um, and I will say over the last few weeks as well, it is nice to see Javonte Williams as well um, doing, putting in some work. So I've, I've enjoyed seeing that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been... Yeah, I think, as, again, he's another he's another running back who everyone thought would be absolutely fantastic. It's not really been where people would, would expect him to be. But, you know, there is there is now a change, which is which is exactly what we want to see. Um, yeah, I suppose the... Uh, the other person to mention there is is Gabe Davis, who is someone who I just it's strange. <laughs> so week eight, strange, week eight, yeah. you've got twenty three point seven points, 
week nine zero. It's just he's just such an odd player. He's just boom or bust every time. Um, um yeah, because I think I think up until if if when start of week six, take week six out of the equation, he was four touchdowns in a row. He was a top twelve wide receiver, and then yeah, he dropped to two point one points, one point six points. Back up to twenty three, then down to zero on only two targets. But it is, I mean, Josh Allen in general is a bit of a roller coaster. So I, I guess he's just part of that because he's not as consistent an option as, um, as Diggs. Yeah, I suppose that's it. It's it is a strange one. It is a strange one. Um, very good. So that's next week. Uh, soon be upon us. Very exciting. Uh, so I guess just to round us off, we should probably have a little look Ooh, at yes. where we are in in our league. Uh, so of, a look. of the last group of games, not too high scoring. Uh, no, so, some good, yeah. some good games. Um, starting off at the bottom, then we got uh, we got Rohan uh, was playing Sam, so that was that was a very close game. Uh, Sam with one hundred and forty five point eight eight points there, Rohan with one hundred and thirty eight, so less than ten points difference. Uh, Sam is now six and three on the year, um, Rohan four and five. Um, yeah, it's, oh, uh, God. it's yeah. So to be fair, it's very tight across the board, as far as as far as points are concerned. I'll just run through the league scoring actually really quickly before we yeah, actually yeah. dive into games. So uh, last we've got Kieran, who's zero and nine, who's I think been very unlucky in some regards. He um, does have a few, uh, a few decent injuries, I think. Yeah, yeah. So zero and nine there. The next up, we've got Alex, who's who's second to bottom with three and six. Yourself, uh, who is four and five. Um, you you've had the most points against you this season. Looking at the scoring, yes, um, I'm well aware. <laughs> next, we've got uh, Rohan, who is also four and five. He's at seventh, so just missing out on playoffs again. At four and five, we've got James, and again at four and five, we've got uh, we've got Elliot. So fifth it's tight, play, isn't it? Fifth place is four and five. Eighth place is four and five. So it's yeah, Mental. very much. I was going to say goal difference, but it's point difference. Um, <laughs> Then next beyond that, fourth place is six and three. Uh, third place is me, and that's six and three. So Sam and myself at third and fourth. And then first and second, we've got Tom first, seven and two, and Lewis second at seven and two. So there is quite a big gap between fourth and, and fifth there. Um, whereas everyone from fifth to eighth are all on the same same sort of game score in there. Yeah, which is honestly, I just, I really, up until a few weeks ago, I really thought. Just get a top two pick, and then frustratingly, I've won two or three on the spin or whatever it is. I just, <laughs> I'm so unhappy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is very tight. If, if if I'm being honest, I think at this point, I'd I'd rather me personally, I'd rather finish in that eight spot than than scrape the playoffs and then get beat in the first round. So, but yeah, it's it's very tight, um, and I'm still expecting to see some uh, some moves before before the trade deadline. Yes, it would be good to see some trades. We've been quite quiet, really, on the trade front. Um, I've been working on it. You know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm quite keen to know who you've been talking to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, yourself and Kieran played this week, and that was I didn't realise how close that was. Kieran with 101, you with 104, so that was a very, very tight one as well. Yeah, there was a couple of games. I'll just quickly run through them. Um, there was a couple of games. So my game, um, I was down by um, two points, I believe, going into the last game and only had Quinton Johnson to play. And as horrendously disappointing uh, he's been, um, he did get me the get me enough, so that got me over the line. If we then flick to the game, we were just talking about uh, Rohan and Sam. Uh, Rohan had CJ Stroud. Um, and then going into that Monday night game, Sam got 30 points from the Chargers defence. So I, Rohan thinking he's home and dry, and then 30 points from the defence gets Sam the win. Yeah, that's that is <laughs> the fact that the, the Chargers saved that. Um, yeah, I guess the other the other games weren't quite as close. So Lewis Lewis uh, got his own, only his second loss of the year, and that was to Tom, who's who's obviously the two of them first and second kind of a battle for that it. position. One hundred and fifty five for Tom, who had some some good performances, but also some disappointing ones. But I guess Tom Tom had Cole Komet, who uh, you know absolutely oh, smashed game. it this week. What a game! Um, who's who's obviously helped, and again Baltimore Ravens fantastic defense there that's, that's helping him out. Uh, Elliot lost to to James. The two of them four and five. Uh, Dak for for James obviously was one of his main 
differentials there. T Higgins coming back and actually putting up some decent yeah, points. A good trade is, from James earlier nice in the season. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um what was oh, what was the trade? So yeah, a I think a, it was an interesting one. So it was Ridley, Higgins and Purdy for James uh, in exchange for Barkley Pollard in the twenty four seconds. So it was very much a running back for wide receiver kind of kind of <laughs> trade there. But James has always had quite a good collection of wide uh, of running backs. I guess now it's not looking quite as healthy as it was, but he has traded some aging guys, I suppose, for some decent young receivers that some are going to last talent. longer. Um, so that was a good game. Obviously, there's yourself and uh, Kira we've just discussed, and then me and Alex. Um, I mean, I missed my expected by pointage by 30 <laughs> points from some massive disappointments. Um, yeah, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Bijan, Bijan Robinson not doing too well. Uh, Travis Kelsey not doing great. Zay Flowers wasn't doing great. Uh, but in spite of those guys missing, Jalen Hurts is always reliable. Austin Eckler is always reliable. Stefan Diggs is always reliable. So they, they kind of prop me up. And Baker Mayfield as well. 19 points. Doing him. work. He's doing very well. Uh, whereas Alex Burrows now doing a good job for Alex. Um, Pollard and Barkley, the, the two that were traded, um, meeting or... or not quite achieving expectations. Obviously, Garrett Wilson's not been the guy we wanted him to be this season, but he's he's much better than uh, than most other receivers, even in spite of that. Uh, and it was Mark Andrews was was his other main differential. Chris Godwin, not a great week from him, uh, in spite of the fact that it was a thirty-seven pointer from uh, yeah. The I didn't ex- I didn't realize he had such a bad game to be honest. But yeah, very close game. Um, yeah, Travis Kelsey is is one. I mean, we haven't discussed it yet. I'm not sure if you and Rohan did, but he's just he is better when Taylor Swift is in the in the stands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's significantly. Well, yeah, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Really, because um, yeah, he's he's always playing well when she's around. So let's hope she comes back. Obviously, a bye week this week, so there's 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 time for him to sit and think about how terribly he did for me, um, and then hopefully he bounces back in week eleven. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting interesting season this season. It's much more. Uh, much more even, I think, than we've had in recent years. Um, um, yeah, much more even. Um, I think in general, in all my leagues, obviously because of the injuries, I'm finding myself on the waivers almost daily, unfortunately. Um, and as we discussed just then, uh, there is there is a lot of players still out there, to be fair, so don't don't think that there isn't. Yes, definitely, definitely take a look. Um, yes, so I guess that, that rounds us out for the for this week. And... Uh, yeah, any final final thoughts going into week 10? We're in double figures. Double figures, yeah. Um, it, it's sad when it gets into double figures. We know we're not long, not too much longer left. Um, but yeah, like I said, lots still on the waivers. And uh, yeah, just glad to be back to our regular programming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, excellent. Very good. So I suppose, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next time. And uh, good luck with your weeks.